0: Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is one radio Network.com. Well, very pleasant. Good morning to you. Hi there. This is Patrick Timpone, as we're live here from the beautiful Texas hill country, about an hour outside of Austin, where they're pretty woke there, but we're awake here in Dripping Springs, Texas. Good to have you. Another week of uh, some good shows for you. You are going to meet Flat Earth Dave. Dave Wise has been on for a while and uh, he'll be here in just a second he's in the green room but he's looking pretty good and tomorrow uh a carnivore doctor dr lisa Wiedemann. we've been talking quite a bit about uh, carnivore stuff and also the beagleson boys they are the two sons of harvey beagleson and they do some incredible things looking at the blood and actually predicting uh, um, things that are can happen to you by the shape of the blood fascinating stuff Harvey uh, went on to the great beyond but his son is taking over his work it'll be fun to connect up with them have you heard of Sean Stone the uh, son of uh, Oliver Stone Sean has his own gig going he's doing a lot of really cool things doing some producing but doing his own podcast and, and uh, into all sorts of cool things if you know what I mean uh, more out of the box thinking he'll be here on Wednesday and then Martin Armstrong uh, one of the great uh, um, financial gurus ever. Martin Armstrong has a Socrates program that it's a kind of an AI for predicting uh, what's going to go on in the financial world. So he's going to be here on Wednesday. So we have a full week. Let's get to it. If you'd like to be on the show, 888 6386 For those of you who have been on the face plant, kind of uh, throwing tomatoes and and. and You know, things of me for talking about uh, the Earth not being spinning around the sun. Here's a good chance for you to talk to Dave Wise, who's been studying this stuff for a long time, ask him a question, and actually present your theory on why he is wrong, saying that the Earth is not spinning around the sun. But Dave Wise, good, good morning, nice to have you here. Oops, wait a minute, I don't have your sound. No sound, no sound, no sound
1: always my fault always my fault I like talking on mute my opening statement is always the best most fascinating and I like doing it on mute and then I forget what I said yeah so good morning Dave um, good morning thanks for having me back again this is uh, an amazing topic and uh, you know for any listeners that do want to call in and come up with why I'm wrong if you can uh, prove the globe with one proof you win three bitcoins from me
0: oh wait 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 if they can prove the globe with one proof
1: if You're they gonna, can give me one proof of the globe, just one, just that one, proves we live on a globe, they win three
0: Bitcoins. Dave, that's like that's like what is it? It'd be 60 grand. Si- Sixty grand. Sixty thousand. Yeah. David Wise. Now, well, we have people on my faceplant page that. They send me real pictures of Earth surrounded by space. So that's not proof. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
1: boy. There's no real picture. NASA admits they don't have any pictures of Earth. But, you know, if you think that you have a picture of Earth, uh, let's see it, and then we'll talk about it. And I'm not just going to go, it's fake. I'm going to show you why it's fake.
0: Really? So can I, I wonder if I can pick something off of the face plant, uh, plant, because there's one fellow on there that. He really is on there a lot and he sent four pictures and one is the blue marble now we know that the fellow who created the blue marble thing he's actually admitted on camera right on tape that he created the blue marble shot but all the other ones are as well correct they're all
1: um yeah absolutely okay absolutely they 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 admit he says he made it in photoshop because he had because it has to be but when you look at all of the pictures from nasa um, from you know, for, uh, from all the different space agencies, we can get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, they none of them match. None of them make sense in reality. They are they're all just complete and total um, garbage. I mean, like if we—I know you have a lot of radio listeners. Um, so there's you know, this is um, a very visual conversational, but I'll I'll try to describe it. But um, recently, there was a picture from NASA uh, showing the Earth. Uh, from the space station and when you compare it to another shot of the earth uh, the things don't match I mean you can see that they're just using a fisheye lens mm. if not completely photoshop mm. so I think this is uh, the Arabian Peninsula I'm not sure what this area is I think that might be what it's called yeah. Don't. if I'm wrong I'm wrong but <laughs> it's showing it where it's covering you know most of the ball and then you look at it it's only covering a little tiny portion of the ball this just proves right now th- this doesn't prove that the earth isn't a globe it proves that these two images aren't Real. Okay? Okay. How many images of something not being real do you need before you can say, okay, maybe the whole thing isn't real? Right? I can show you fifty pictures of houses that aren't mine. And that doesn't mean that I don't have a house. But unless I could show you a picture of my house and show you that it's my house, um, you know, that's the kind of the evidence that you need. So all all the pictures that they show us are Fake.
0: so can you take any photograph with the right equipment and software dave wise and prove that it's been on a computer and not an actual photo can you
1: well there there is a thing called photo forensics where you can take a photo and put it in and then it'll analyze it it'll tell you when it's made just like the james webb uh, telescope they um the pictures that they that they're showing us um, I did a thing where I actually created them in uh, an app called Canva, and I think mine looks better than theirs. But um, we take their photo and put it in uh, in Photo Forensics, and it shows that it was actually made in Photoshop. It shows us the dates that it was made, that it took five days to make it. I made mine in 12 minutes. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know... The typical typical NASA, take five days to make something that takes 12 minutes. So either way, it's fake. So, so but, uh, you uh, would yes, think,
0: though, uh, Dave, with the technology that they, that they have access to with the $26 billion a year budget, NASA, thank you, yeah. that they could create a computer image where you couldn't do the photo, do the forensics, and prove that it's not a computer.
1: That's a great, great point. Yeah, and I I bobble back and forth on why. Yeah, so why? W- One one thing is they're just that stupid. Come on, <laughs> that, uh, they, they could be. They could be. Or it could be. You know what? They think we're that stupid, and they're just laughing at us. They they. I kind of have this, uh, not kind of. I, I have a uh, an understanding that. In this world of free will, they're not allowed to break our free will. So they always have to tell us. They always have to give us a fighting chance. Uh They're not allowed to put a bear trap in the woods without, you know, buried in leaves without us saying, hey, there's a bear trap up. They have to kind of tell us what they're doing. So they tell us. And they tell us everything. All the big events in the world that happen that aren't, you know, as they say, they are. Broadcast to us. They tell us what they're doing, and then when we don't say no, that's us, cons- you know, consenting.
0: Yeah, so, I, I think there's something strange. I don't know for sure. I'm just uh, conjecturing here in their whole secret handshake clubs and spiritually, where they think they have to tell you, and I think they think they're off the hook karmically if they tell you. That's my theory.
1: Yeah, that, that's that. that sounds, I'm with you there. Yeah, sounds, yeah that's exactly that, exactly what I'm talking about. That's
0: exactly what you're saying,
1: right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> and. Because uh, uh, they say, "Well, we told them." I mean, come on, we we
1: we told Let, them. let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, and again, this is a, a visual thing. That's right. I'm showing you an image. I'm showing you an image right now, and then I'm going to change it to another image. So we have we have this image right here, uh-huh. and we have this image right here. Which one of them is fake?
0: Uh, let Let me remind that people on audio can listen and watch this on uh, the front page live. At one radio if you like to see dave so do that again
1: so we have <laughs> we have this image here number yeah. one yes sir we have image number two and we have image number three which one of them is fake i have no idea okay which one of them is from the james webb telescope
0: i think one of the first ones right
1: they're they're all fake. Oh,
0: they're all fake. They're yeah.
1: all fake. Well, what the first the the well the second one was the James was from James Webb, but there's no difference. There's no difference. These are made in uh, simple programs. And again, if you took mine and put it into photo forensics and put theirs into the photo forensics, it's going to tell you that it's fake. So uh, back to the you know why are they so sloppy? I, 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 it baffles me why
0: they're so sloppy. <laughs> Dave Wise is with us. To call if you like to talk to him, 888 So you're saying that every one of these incredible images that are going around on all Facebook <clears throat> around the world, and people are going, wow, that they're all just images, that this telescope doesn't even exist? Or what do you think?
1: Well, the telescope doesn't, I mean, it exists here on Earth, it's not a real telescope um you know when you when if you watch any of the footage this thing they they put it up into orbit they 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 detach it from the the rocket and it's already losing signal you, it's already like 75% signal loss and now that's right above the earth in orbit right and of course they're showing the curvature of the earth mm-hmm. and then it deploys out and it starts deploying the wings of the telescope and like everyone's like wow and it's literally <laughs> the grainiest gl- blurriest, horrible picture they're forgetting that this thing now has to travel a million miles away and park itself in a, a magical place called the Lagrange Point, which is where the gravity of the sun and the gravity of the earth equal neutralize each other. And it could just sit there and maintain that position. This is all absolute and complete and total nonsense. And people are like, oh, I'm not smart enough to do that. I don't have a degree. So you know, Someone says it it has to be real. It's all imp- physically impossible nonsense.
0: Wow. The whole yeah. thing and Hubble was the same way, uh, Dave. In your opinion, it was all scammed.
1: Uh, Hubble, Hubble was it's complete and total nonsense. Think about this. Remember mm. the uh, years ago we got the deep field image um, from a telescope here. I think it was from a telescope here on Earth. I think it was the deep field image. Basically, they said they're focusing on a point in the sky about the size of a grain of rice, mm. and they did an extended, um, you know, hours time lapse, um, and then all of a sudden it saw like 150 galaxies. Okay, it's like it's like showing showing this crazy crazy thing, and they said the telescope itself is on a cement pad that's you know many feet thick, and the operator has to walk around carefully wearing socks. Can't even wear shoes because the slightest vibration. the slightest vibration would ruin the long exposure. Okay, that's pretty cool. Wow. Mm -hmm. Right? Are they forgetting that the Earth is spinning at 1,000 miles an hour, orbiting at 66,000 miles an hour, and chasing the sun at a half a million miles per hour? Think how much it's moved during that photograph, during that multi hour photograph. Okay? And then if you look at the the Hubble, not only is the Hubble mirroring all of those images, it's also traveling another 20,000 miles an hour just to keep up with the Earth. Okay? Just to just to orbit the earth hmm. right it, it it's all absolute and total um you know once you look at it you're like i ah, it's like how did you ever believe it i mean and they, they recently did a um they recently did a uh a, a, a servicing on the hubble you know maybe it was last year or something and that picture they took was the same picture that they showed us when they first launched it Is same that, picture
0: really the same one
1: yeah same picture. And 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 if you actually go, go go look up the Hubble telescope, it's literally a can of Del Monte beans wrapped in tinfoil attached to another smaller can with a little flip top. And then it's got some remember those Bosso Wood airplanes with the wind up yeah, propeller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and the wheels? It has those wheels on it, little wire with little tiny wheels. Okay? It's it's absolute garbage. And but people just like believe it because we have so much pride attached to this and everybody loves space. We've all been programmed. To love space, um, you know, since before we could even talk.
0: Let me let me just play just let me just play just a, a hair of this because this will mm-hmm. give folks well, the reason they they believe this stuff. This okay. is CNN, right? After a quarter century in development on Earth, the world's most powerful space telescope oh. is
2: now yeah, in, there we go.
0: in space, about a million miles away, and this
1: all computer graphics, none of it's real
2: images. The James Webb Space Telescope is an extraordinary scientific achievement... This is why the ...built shouldn't. to see parts of space and sound time on that? previously I can't hear
1: the sound.
0: unseen. Oh, you can't like hear the this sound? this image of a galaxy no. cluster yeah. as it appeared... Sorry, I don't know how to it. 6 billion years ago. So you
1: have to say, click share with sound before you share it. Will be able ...on to the bottom look left is share further with sound. ...back
2: in time oh. to the early universe and the formation of its first stars and galaxies... Mike Menzel is the lead mission. Oh, that's assistant.
0: okay. You know, people hear this stuff. We, we don't have to do it. Um, uh, as long as they hear it, that's fine. Yeah. But, um, um, so, so I mean, they're talking about billions of light years and going back in time and all this crazy stuff on CNN, and people believe this day-wise. So,
1: think about this. People people don't understand how light works. So. If you and I are standing a foot away from each other, a couple of feet away from each other, six feet to be safe. Um, we, uh, we're, we're talking, we could hear each other right. But if you moved a hundred yards away and I talked to my regular voice, it'd be a little harder to hear me. And if you moved a couple miles away, you wouldn't hear me. Why is that? Because my sound is spreading out and thinning out in all directions because it's stretching to fill the entire circle around me. The bigger that circle gets, the more dispersed the sound gets, it gets to the point where it's unaudible, right? Not audible. You with me? Uh huh. Light does the same thing. Okay, get a flashlight, hold it an inch from the wall, and then get a light meter and shine it on the bright spot on the wall and say, okay, how many lumens is that? And then back away a couple of feet and then measure the wall. And it's much lighter. Back away, it exponentially gets dimmer and dimmer. Every time you double the distance to a light, it's one quarter of the brightness, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's a powerful exponential um, change. So as light spreads out, it gets dimmer and dimmer, right? So if you have a balloon, imagine that the rubber on the balloon is a measurement of the light. And it's not blown up. And I blow it up to six inches, well, there's still a good amount of rubber there. I blow it up to two feet wide. That balloon is getting really thin. I blow it up to 10 feet wide. How thin is that rubber? That's the light. I blow it up to a mile wide. Is there any detectable light at that point? Okay? Just a scale model, right? We're supposed to believe that we're seeing stars at infinite distances. That is absolutely insanity to to um, to think about. Let, let, let me give you... Uh, um, Something to think about, okay? Okay. So they tell us our sun is gigantic and our earth is tiny, right? So if the sun was a yoga ball, right? Everyone knows how big a yoga ball is. Uh The earth would be like a BB next to it, right?
0: And and the difference, what they say, the size difference is.
1: The the size difference is we're we're like a small marble or a BB, Mm -hmm. a ball bearing, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, next to a big yoga Mm ball. Okay. So if the, excuse me. If the sun was um, just a mile over our head at noon, directly above us, it would fill the entire sky. It's so big. We're yeah. just this tiny little thing. But then we move it 93 million miles away where they tell us, and now it's the size of a coin held at arm's length. Okay, so it reduced inside because size because of perspective, mm-hmm. right? If I doubled the distance, it's now what we call it, it, it it's now twice the distance. How much smaller would it get? It's tiny if you could see it at all. If we made it, double that distance so now it's four times farther could you see it the answer is no you can't but let's double it again so it's eight times farther eight times farther can be measured in what we call a light hour right you know what a light year is mm-hmm. well a light hour is just one hour of that year it's the distance light travels in an hour because they tell us our sun is eight light minutes away so in the, so the sunlight that we see was eight minutes ago cool story right <laughs> So I made it eight times farther. Eight times eight is 64. We'll call it a light, light hour. At a light hour, it is scientifically provable, two things, that the angular size of the sun is too small for our eye to resolve. It's just too small, right? You can only see something, um, I think it, what, what is it? I forget the formula. I, I should remember it. Uh, uh, something, something size, you can only see it that many times in distance, something like 2,000 times its diameter and distance or something like that. It doesn't matter. Okay, so at a light hour away, we can't see the sun. We can scientifically prove that, but I can't move the sun light hour away. So what can I take to to prove that? Well, let's look at Polaris. Polaris is our North star. We can see it with our naked eye. Mm -hmm. Polaris is 46 to 48 times bigger, they tell us. Let's just say 48, that's easy math. 48 times farther than our sun placed at one hour away would be 48 hours
0: so, so let me so see like if i understand you're saying that they tell us that polaris is 48 times further away than 93 million miles
1: no 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 no. 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 i'm okay. not telling you that they I tell love. it's 48 times bigger, bigger. than our sun Ooh. so so if i wanted <laughs> to make polaris the same um size as our sun just like they tell us our sun is 400 times bigger than the moon, but it's 400 times farther. That's why they look like they're the same size. But mm-hmm. so I want to do the same thing with Polaris. It's 48 times bigger. So let's make it 48 times farther. 48 times farther than one light hour, right? We're trying to, the sun at a light hour away, we can prove, we know that we can't see it. So at 48 hours away, two light days away, it would be the same unseeable size. You with me? Yes. Am I making sense? Yeah. yeah. All right. So, that, so that's the end of the matter. At two light days away, We can scientifically prove the angular size of Polaris is not visible. But Polaris is not two light days away. It's not two light weeks away. It's not two light years away. (laughs) It's not 200 light years away. It's not 400 year lights away. It's over. It's 433 light years away. Now, everyone that's listening, your brain should have melted at this point. (laughs) Going, these numbers are too big. I can't deal with it. And that's by design. They never taught you to think. Hmm. They taught you to memorize and regurgitate. Hmm. There's another problem. Besides it being ridiculously impossible to see, the, the brightness doesn't work. I mean, the moon, for us to see it at the brightness that we see it from Earth, the moon, um, the astronauts supposedly, t- and we're going to get into the moon in a second because it'll launch it launch that this didn't happen. Yeah. The astronauts took a famous picture of the moon at about 100 miles away, and it's a dusty, dirty ball, just like we all see it. That, like they tell us it yeah. is. Well, at that distance, the inverse square law of light dictates, science dictates, that the brightness of the sun would be over 60 times brighter than we see the sun from Earth. The brightness of the moon, I'm sorry. The moon would need to be 60 plus times brighter than we see it from Earth for us to see the moon at the brightness that we see it. You can't even imagine the sun twice as bright as it is. It's unimaginable.
0: Wow. So, so that's yeah. the, that's the whole when you when we saw those phony pictures of because they didn't really go there, it just just because that one idea it just doesn't compute, right? Just the light thing, huh? you know. The, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, there's so many, sure. so many problems with D- the moon landing. <laughs> there's there's
0: infinite number of problems. Oh, of course. Yeah, we don't need to go into infinite. That. So, yeah. what do you, Dave Weiss? What do you? So, what, what do you suppose this new moon thing is about? Just to again to rally in the nation like they did in 69 and and make like they're going to go up there again and do the whole thing and I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's um it is a it is a mind game. The whole people go, you know, NASA's fake, you know, hiding uh, the flat earth, the whole purpose of NASA, which is not a space agency, not a space agency, NASA, okay? The the whole purpose of NASA is to make you think you can walk on a ball, to make you believe in heliocentrism, because the heliocentric system is a prison for your mind. Mm -hmm. right? It's a prison for your mind, and if you don't escape heliocentrism, you'll never become your true potential. You'll never make it to um, your your full potential. So that's the reason we have NASA. So this entire um, mission, uh, which they scrubbed, they were supposed to launch, uh, they're launching a manned rocket to the moon but without men in it okay that's the first that's the first joke well they have test dummies in it and the test dummies have radiation detectors well what about our poor astronauts that all went to the moon through the radiation in the 1960s and 70s okay six missions to the moon mm-hmm. and no one no one is, has radiation problems you know there some lots of them are still alive okay um you know what is this? I mean, and, and here's the thing. When, when they finally do launch it, I'm, I'm predicting they launch it at night because they don't want to launch this during the day, all right? Because there's too many eyes on it. There's too many people with Nikon P1000 cameras that can zoom in and see the nonsense that's happening. I can test just like the space shuttle mm-hmm. that uh, this is going to make people cry. <laughs> people are going to get really angry when I say this. <laughs> Nobody has ever been on a space shuttle, okay? This is a helium balloon, okay? NASA controls all of the helium in the world. They're the largest consumer of helium for many reasons. I've One, heard that. All their,
0: That's true. All yeah. their
1: satellites yeah. are hanging on helium. I've heard hanging that. Hanging on helium balloons. Yeah. But this, this external tank, remember the, the shuttle has the big external mm-hmm. tank? That is a blimp. A blimp, right? It's a blimp, a rocket-assisted blimp. That's why the thing takes off so slowly. And when that blimp is falling down to Earth, it's supposed to, it's metal. It weighs like 40,000 pounds empty, they tell us. It's supposed to fall back to Earth and burn up, okay? What I'm showing here, for those of you that are looking, this is the the blimp, the external tank, free-falling to Earth. Now, Patrick, does that look like it's free-falling? Uh, I'm going to no. make this worse. <laughs> no. It's not. It, and a little tissue just floated by. Shows you that it's literally floating, okay? This is being filmed by the guys on the shuttle that are rocketing towards space at close to twenty thousand miles an hour they're going twenty thousand miles an hour up this thing is falling and somehow they keep it in perfect frame yeah. and it's not falling it's floating this is a balloon okay that's a lot for people to take in because you have to throw away i've just ruined star wars star trek
0: i know uh, empire yeah. Stra-
1: all, all of the all of the star Battlestar galactica all of it's finished, so so okay? all
0: of these uh spacex elon Musk things for this uh Starlink satellites, they're all balloons, correct?
1: Well, I don't even know what Elon's putting up there because when people see these lines of lights in the sky, which you rarely see, but some people see them, yeah, yeah. Um, and I haven't seen them myself, but uh, I've heard other people that I trust um, that that see them, they, um, they're they just doing some sort of parlor trick, just like when they have the transits of the ISS across the moon. Right. It's a parlor trick. There, there, there is a, there's two different tricks that they do with that. But um, I I think that the lights that people are seeing are either uh, low-flying drones or possibly some sort of uh, blue-beam projection.
0: Mm -hmm. So, um, But the satellites to do the world, I thought it was interesting that uh, Elon Musk is doing the satellite connections in the United States um, almost a state at a time or segments at a time, which would... Play into the idea that these just putting up balloons, right? I mean, I had to go away. No, in a way-
1: or he's just put it, just using it's all ground based, you know. Or oh, like could people be ground think that their Satellite too? TV is connecting to satellites. It's not. It's connecting to towers. Okay. Now, listen. There is technology back in the seventies and the eighties. Um, my father lived on an island off of Puerto Rico, and we had a we had a giant satellite dish, giant, yeah, like I remember, sixteen feet yeah. wide, and it would move from satellite to satellite now quotations around satellites and it would like pick up a dozen stations here and go to the next one pick up a dozen stations and there was a lot I wish I had smart enough to record back then because you got the raw news feeds and stuff the Mm -hmm. stuff that didn't go out to the public Yeah. Um, but I think that is just they're using the firmament the dome and they're bouncing signals off the dome and if you just aim your thing towards the dome you can pick up a signal that they're bouncing that's all I think it is yeah
0: that's right so this dome exists it's called the firmament we we kind of, can we, prove? well, I think we've we've certainly seen rockets that have hit it and the scrape along this, the top of it. In, in your mind, uh, David, why is that real proof that the firmament dome thing exists?
1: Well, you know, people say, you know, well, what, what is proof? We can't go there, can't touch it, so it's hard. But there's a preponderance of evidence, sure. you know, from the go-fast rocket that uh, went up and all of a sudden it went ka-plunk. It stopped. And it stopped yeah. spinning and it floated. And it was really weird. And then it, we were, uh, that video was going viral on uh, many different channels. And all of a sudden, they came out with, a, "Oh no, it has a yo-yo anti-yo-yo spin de-spin mechanism where it like throws out yo-yos with weights on them. They wrap around it and it stops it from spinning." And they put up, uh, they showed us a little model of that happening. It was so ridiculous. And then they're like, "Oh, that's what it did." It. And then no other explanation. They literally were doing damage control. But um, the interesting thing about the GoFast rocket is it saw the moon. It, when it went up and it was floating for that minute or so, it saw the moon. But what's so weird about seeing the moon, It's because that GoFast rocket launched over Arizona. Yeah, It went up and it saw the moon, which is over Australia. Okay, That's like if you are out of basketball... And uh, GoFast rocket was on the top of the basketball. It was a fraction of a millimeter above the basketball, and the moon was below the basketball. How did you see it? How did you see the moon? Only answer is the Earth is flat.
0: Hmm. Uh, uh, Dave Weiss, here's an email for you. Uh, by, by the way, and I got several emails. We'll get to them. But uh, email in or call in. Aside from the obvious black budget that NASA and other space agencies allow for, in addition to the desire to hide God and his creation. Um, um, Let's see, he said during the interview last week, regarding the need to create a fake world in order to penetrate the maritime law scam which impacts every facet of our lives, our certificates, licenses, financial, etc. I thought it was incredibly profound. Oh, he's talking about um, Steve Falconer who was on this show and and he was talking, uh, Dave, I don't think I really understood it completely, but this is all part of the idea that they um, have created a false citizens in a place that doesn't even exist. You know, you know that idea?
1: Yeah. yeah, the whole thing with your birth certificate yeah, right, and everything's right. maritime law. If you think about it, the, the everything they talk about in space is, sounds nautical, docking, sea of tranquility, Oh. ships mm-hmm. you know it's all nautical terms so and you know the, the 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 word trickery that they use is very obvious once you understand mm-hmm. and know what you're looking for
0: yeah 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 oh uh, dave stay right there we're going to do a quick little break here uh patrick tempone one radio com, and if you'd like to be on the show with uh, dave you can call or email um this is one of the coolest kind of technologies i've come across over my many years of doing radio which is now 55 years or something like that i think i need to get another job uh <laughs> 55 years it's crazy uh anyway um be that as it may this is really very interesting technology and whatever is in the uh, universe well uh, maybe it's just everything under the the firmament Now, uh, the number one ingredient uh, out there is hydrogen did you know that And uh, here's something on hydrogen you might find interesting. Recently, Dr. Al Dannenberg, who's healing from cancer, said this about hydrogen.
2: Can I interject one thing? Whatever you want. Just about molecular hydrogen. It is an amazing technology or research. It's got over 15 years of clinical studies, it is part of my protocols. I use molecular hydrogen in high concentration. I use it in water. There are great studies with all kinds of diseases like some of the doctors that were on your commercial that were speaking, without a doubt, it is the best discriminating antioxidant around. And it is all biologically normal. Our body uses Hydrogen for almost every metabolic pathway. There is interesting research for cancer patients with molecular hydrogen. There is a very strong indication that it can be beneficial, so I use it. You know, cancer Hmm. is a disease of metabolic dysfunction and mitochondrial dysfunction.
0: That's fascinating technology. We've been using ours for three years now. If you'd like to get one, go to oneradionetwork.com Use promo code One Radio for a twenty percent discount, lifetime warranty, one year no questions asked money back guarantee for one year. Promo code One Radio twenty percent off hydrogen brown's gas machine right now on oneradionetwork.com You know, the more you hang around on the earth plane, and uh, we learn about the falsity of germs and you know, injections, all this stuff, the more and more I'm beginning to believe that maybe most of it, I don't know for sure. I'm just theorizing here that all of this fear porn on 5G killing people, I think it could all be made up as well. I don't know. But I do know that people are affected by cell phone towers, by Wi-Fi's. They're affected by a lot of electromagnetic fields um, and it's hard on the body. But I believe we humans are evolving to deal with these, so we're not gonna be able to get croaked unless we really go into fear, my opinion. But in the meantime, as we're learning how to do this thing called living in a body, we have a technology out of Australia that we've been promoting for many years, it's called Blue Shield, and it works on the cells in the body, and it's just a frequency that it goes out about every 45 seconds, so if if you just have a regular one frequency, the body would just get used to it and say, oh, I'm into that, you know, I'm over that. And it helps the body to get into a frequency where it better adjusts to electromagnetic fields which have heat and they can do some damage. And it's been proven. Uh, you know, it just is. It, they're hard on, on a lot of people. Uh, the healthier you are, the better you withstand yourself. So get yourself one of these guys. They're a little cube. They go out 90 yards, just one for your each and all you need. And go on oneradionetwork.com, click on the Blue Shield Link one radio com. Use promo code one radio 10% off. It's a great technology, they've used it with uh, in studies on animals, chickens, and cows. And they put out more milk and they have better mortality rates, um, less mortality. Good, good stuff. So, uh, it's not a you know, people just don't believe it works and it works, which that does help. But anyway, go to one radio com. click on the blue shield link, and uh, we'll hook you up. And use promo code ONRADIO and, we'll, you know, get one for your home. You'll like it. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is One radio network.com. Thanks for coming on the show, Flat Earth. Dave, you spend most of your waking hours doing these kinds of shows, don't you? I mean, you're that much into this. It's just amazing. Just amazing.
1: I do uh, like talking to people and helping unplug them from the matrix. And Ah. the matrix is the heliocentric system.
0: It really is. And and when you dig deep into it, if we just don't, my opinion, if we just don't understand or believe we're in a place that we're not really in, that could be a hard thing on the spiritual level if we're living a lie. Don't you think? I mean, I, I think that's
1: true. You know, there are people that are doing okay. You know, there are people that have... Found an, sure. a niche, and they believe they live on a ball. But when you understand where you are and the true power of your mind, your your potential is unleashed. It's hmm. un, it's unlocked, and then any limitations are now um, put yeah. on by yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if you believe you live on a ball, you're trapped in a prison. Your your mind can't expand. You probably listen to the news, which is steering your mind north, east, west, south. It steers your mind with fear, false evidence appearing real. Okay, and. If you live in that fearful, lacking, uh, we're running out of, you know, food, food. And, water and water and we're overpopulated, all of that stuff is complete and total nonsense. Yes, we need to take care of our world and not pollute and stuff like that. But, um, you know, they're, they're saying that, you know, running out of oil, well, that, that didn't happen and all the oil <laughs> wells are full again. Okay. They're they're literally controlling us with oil because there's free energy technology that's right here that they've hidden from us. Yeah. Okay, so people are like you know well I still got to go to work I still got to pay my taxes. Well that tax money is going towards technology that you'll never see going towards cures for things which are existing everywhere but you'll never see that. Yeah. Right? It's all it's all for um, the rulers of this world and you know right now I don't know if you're I mean pretty sure you're aware we're we're in. Something called The Great Reset. Go read the book. They're yeah, telling us. It's happening. They put it in a book they're, called The Great Reset. They're
0: going to do they're something. They're telling us. I don't know what it is, right? David, but they're going to do something strange with this go, whole much Go read system.
1: The Communist Manifesto, yeah. right? It talks about all the things you need to do before you take a country down. We're literally at the last step. The last one, there's like 15 or 20 steps. Literally every single thing has been done. We're down to the last one.
0: I think it's fascinating too, like some big deals like the germ theory that we look a lot at. And it is a theory that germs don't exist. They just don't, never been proven to exist. And think about that. You have a $3 trillion medical thing built on a lie. Built on a lie, vaccines, antibiotics, yeah. right? Yeah. Just boom, but boy, more people are waking up. I mean, the germ theory thing is really getting out there. I mean, we're seeing starting to see some mainstream people, you know, uh, questioning it, you know, and even people like Tucker Carlson is now questioning the, these injections, which is a big deal for the Fox to even let them do that, you know.
1: I, I just heard a, I just heard a report that um, they've been. Uh, doing heart scans on healthy athletes, yeah. and more than 50 percent of them have myocarditis without symptoms yet. Just, but they all have myocarditis. Yeah, right. Yeah. That means sudden death at any moment could happen. Okay, that's crazy.
0: I know it's just terrible. But people
1: just don't see it. People yeah, don't see with it. it.
0: Here's an email from yep. Chris from Pennsylvania. If you have an email or a question, surely you probably think he's a little loony. But come on, ask him a question and see if he can see if he can yeah. help you understand
1: Patrick, we all, all of us every single flat earther, and there's now millions and millions of us um, we all thought it was crazy we laughed at people that brought it up, including you You I probably did. did too I did, and, um, I did. And, we're, we're, and and most of us were so convinced that the earth is a globe that we refused to look at any evidence. Well that's the height of ignorance right there um, but once you look you't uh, you can't unsee it and uh, you know and that's why I offer the three bitcoins for one globe proof and people go there's a million globe proofs there's no flat earth proofs opposite of truth yeah okay there's zero glow proofs there's a million flat earth proofs
0: can you please ask dave from Kristen pennsylvania can you please ask dave to talk about the moon phases and what actually causes them is it the visual perspective it's obviously not the shadow of the earth also the sun and the moon are definitely rotating above the flat earth plane oh he's a flat earther yeah. uh, are at different speeds do we actually know how fast so he's got several questions in here um let me, yeah, I can address. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm interested in tune the phases. Is the moon just doing this on their own, on its own? Well,
1: a lot of people get this confused. They think that the moon phases are in the heliocentric model explained uh, by the Earth causing them. That's not what causes the moon phases in the heliocentric system. Uh, eclipses are caused. You know, lunar eclipses are allegedly, un, but not true, uh-huh. um, caused by the shadow of the Earth. The, the in the heliocentric system. Mm-hmm. The moon phases are caused by the angle of the sun to the moon. When the sun is behind the moon, from our perspective, we, don't, we have a new moon. When the sun is um, on the opposite side of the earth, we have a full moon because that's, that's, that's what they tell us. Now, we can scientifically prove that the light, is not, the light that we're seeing from the moon is not reflected light from the sun, right? The moon is a dusty, dirty ball. It's reflecting sunlight back to the Earth so bright that we that it casts shadows that I could read by it in the middle of nowhere. I can drive my car with the lights off. That's scientifically impossible. We went over that earlier. Sure. Okay. So now people say, "Well, the shadows in the craters prove that the Earth that that it's a cratered filled rock." Well, no, it proves that hey, there's something going on there with the shadows and the angle angle to the light. But people don't realize the you know we go through moon phases every 28 uh 28 point something days and there's a week every month where the sun doesn't quite line up with the way we see the moon you know the 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 light's shooting up and the sun's down over there doesn't make any sense but i actually think that the light we see from the moon does come from the energy of the sun i believe the moon is its own light Hmm. and it's part of an electrical system and the and the sun is transmitting that energy just like the sun transmits electricity here for us. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. People don't know how solar panels work. Scientists do not know how solar panels work. Don't they? They have a theory. They have a theory. Well, uh, photons flying, you know, takes a billion years to come from the middle of the sun. Then it comes out of the sun. It flies to Earth in eight minutes, and then it crashes into the solar panel and knocks an electron out. Uh, The boron, you know, fills all just... A complete convoluted story when the truth is it's sending electricity here, and the solar panels capturing that electricity and running it into a current, running it into a a wire. Hmm. Okay, that's all it is. Now, if you put a house plant in front of a fireplace and another one in front of a ray of light bulbs, one of them's going to grow, the other one's going to shrivel up and die. Okay, electricity is what we're getting from the sun. Everything, we're electrical beings. Our blood travels through our body electrically. Okay, it's not pumped by our heart; it's charged by our heart. Right? Everything is electric.
0: Everything. So, how does that tie in with the ideas of uh, what five, six, seven hundred years ago, with the you know the top of the castles and and the Tesla thing of getting energy from the ether? Is that different from the sun in your opinion?
1: Well, I think that the sun and the moon are part of the electrical system. Uh, of our world. Um, if you look at, uh, you know, the, the sun and the moon are the anode and the cathode of the earth battery system, right? So what, what does that mean? Um, the, the sun is the anode and the, the sun is the cathode and the moon is the anode. Um, the salt water carries the current and the land is the salt bridge. It's a giant battery. Okay. And so Tesla figured out how to pull the energy out of the earth and out of the, and transmit it through mm-hmm. the air
0: yeah
1: okay and then you know um, you know Westinghouse and uh, and uh, JP Morgan they're like wait a minute we can't charge for this uh, <laughs> you're out of business okay and uh, they they, they want right? turned us into yeah. you know people go Dave with all the stuff going on in the world why why does it matter why 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 do you care about this and I say with all the, all the stuff that they're getting away with in the world right now is because hmm. um, <clears throat> Because people ha- are lost in space, spinning out of control, don't know who the- where they are. Imagine this. I say this to young people. It sticks very well. Is what if you had something the size of a roll of quarters that would heat your house for the next hundred years? What if you had something the size of a roll of quarters that would power your house and power your car for the next hundred years? And once you have it, you don't need to get another one. Well, now you don't have to pay for gas, electricity, air conditioning, heat, right now you don't have to pay for transportation really um and imagine you know you have that you got some land start gardening you're you're pretty self-sufficient at that point
0: yeah you're good okay you can't
1: have that they can't have self-sufficient people you know (laughs) what if you had a vehicle uh, an airship that you can fly and it solar powered okay or or free energy powered okay well You can go anywhere you want. Well, they can't have that. What if you went to Antarctica, you know? What if you discovered what was in the outer space, No. right? We don't want you knowing that. So why does it matter? It matters so much that people can't see it. This is the biggest deception. This is the reason, the reason that we're all slaves.
0: Yeah. We put a video up on uh, Facebook this morning called The Blue Origin. I'm sure you've seen it over the years. And it goes up what is it, Dave, 60-something uh, miles or so, they claim, 60 miles, yeah. and there is nothing but Earth, and it's all, of course, you know, just a straight line across. So I've been thinking, we don't even know how big Earth is, right? It could be huger than huge, more than we even know exists on the other side of this the ice, couldn't it?
1: Right, so we don't know. Again, anything beyond the shoreline of Antarctica is is speculation. Okay, but you know, I like to speculate, and I'm I'm saying, hey, we have ideas of what's out there. You know, we have. um, There's an old Japan map that was. um, Oops, there was an old map that was found in Japan showing a um, bunch of other continents beyond Antarctica. Oh, really? Okay, (laughs) yeah. So what? What? What was? What are these other continents? What's well, animal? these are extra territory from the outer space. Well, that's scientifically possible. Here across the Earth plane, there could be more land beyond Antarctica, but we're not allowed to go beyond sixty degrees south. It's guarded by uh, seven military bases that surround the whole pond. Right? No one is allowed to go un um, unsupervised. Now you can go from Santiago, Chile. To the Rothschild Island, which is on the peninsula of Antarctica, and uh, stay there for a couple of days cost you twenty fifty thousand dollars or whatever and uh, no you barely get off the ship, no independent exploration to the outer area and then they kick you out and that 's it okay we don 't know what 's in the outer lands and um, you know we want the right to explore but you know what if there was you know we live we live in what I call the um I call the heliocentric pond, not the heliocentric pond. I call, we, we live in a, in a pond, right? What do I mean by that? So if, um, if the world was set up like, it, like a big circular pond, all of the continents are islands, and the shoreline of the pond holds the water in because it's higher than the water. Hmm. Well, Antarctica is the highest land on Earth.
0: And those pictures that we see, this huge ice wall, the videos that are out there, those are real, right? I mean, those There's are not- millions. There's millions
1: of videos, yeah. pictures. There is a shoreline of Antarctica. And the reason it's an ice wall, it's not like the Game of Thrones. It's an ice yeah. wall because the shoreline, the, the land is higher than the water, way higher. There's not like a beachfront, mm-hmm. okay? Way higher. And so, so that's your ice wall. And then what's beyond there? That's that's you know, what we want to know.
0: We just can't go there because of the UN and the right. treaty that they did. And I, I saw a video one time from a fellow who was at the Navy base, and they were actually looking at the what this ice wall was made of. Pretty trippy stuff. I mean, it was it, it was like it almost healed itself when they put a hole in the wall.
1: Well, you're talking about sky ice. And sky that's ice not from the ice wall. That's from the outer wall. From the outer lands, where possibly they're drilling into where the dome um, meets the earth, um, they oh. call that sky ice, and it's so cold that they can't take it off of Antarctica because there's no way to keep it, and it doesn't melt; it shrinks and evaporates. Wow! Um, it's kind of like dry ice, but different. Hmm. It shrinks and then just disappears, and it's a, it's sky blue. It's a it's made of I think I think it's made of oxygen. No, I'm not sure. But um, And that's only found in the outer lands of Antarctica. So what's going on with that? I don't know. They, what you're talking about is they drilled, a, uh, they got a tunneling machine, mm. and they were tunneling through it for a couple of years, and then they just couldn't, they thought they'd come out the other side, but they didn't. But then they noticed behind them the tunnel kind of closed in. Closed in. And <laughs> it started closing in and healing, and so they left, and now the whole thing is lost miles inside the ice. And, mm. um, you know, that. and again, we don't have any. We don't know. Yeah. We don't have first-hand experience on this. We just hear stories about it. A
0: lot of theories, too, that that's what the firmament is made out of, the same material, huh? which would make sense, yeah.
1: right? The, the, the way I like to, yeah, well, that's, that's a possibility. And, and again, we don't know. We don't know. But the way I like looking at it is, um, if, if, um, what if the world had many ponds? Okay. What if we lived in this little pond and I had our sun circling around, mm-hmm. right? But then just a couple thousand miles, five thousand, ten, twenty, thirty, fifty thousand miles away, nothing compared to this cosmic distances. Nothing, right? There's another pond, another pond, another pond, another pond. All of these other ponds are pieces of the plane. You know what they call a piece of a plane? No. A planete.
0: Planete. Oh.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: A, a piece, planet.
1: A planet. It's a piece of the plane. So, maybe these other planets are all worlds surrounding a pond, surrounding our pond, right? Now, this is scientifically possible. A rock surrounded by water, surrounded by air, adjacent to a void, is scientifically impossible. Impossible, right? And the distances, Patrick... The distances to the closest star, the closest star, which is magnitudes closer than any other stars, is 25 trillion miles away. Did we discuss this last time? No. Well, 25 trillion miles away, that's the closest star. Okay, 25 trillion miles. That's four and a half light years. Okay, 25 trillion miles. That doesn't sound that far, does it? (laughs) Patrick, do you know how long one (laughs) trillion seconds is? I don't know. Take a, take a guess and I'll, if you guess it within a week, okay. I'll give you a Bitcoin. Okay,
0: one trillion seconds would be like, I don't know, a thousand years?
1: Very close. 31,000 years. 31,000 oh, 31,000 okay? 31, years. years. Now think, let that soak in. One trillion seconds is 31,000 years. You can't fathom 31,000 years because I don't even think the earth has been here that long. Okay? It's a whole nother rabbit hole. Okay? 31,000 years is one trillion seconds. Well, if you were traveling at 100,000 miles an hour, which is unfathomable, mm-hmm. 100,000 miles an hour, it would take you 28,000 years to get to the closest star. Okay? Ridiculous. I, 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 if, you were, if you were traveling a mile a second, much slower, it would take you 31,000 years to get 125th of the way to the closest star. Okay? Another un- un- a speed that no one's ever obtained. And it would take you 31,000 years times 25 to get to the closest star. This is all, this is where your brain melts and you go, I can't deal with big numbers. I don't have a degree. I'm, I, I, I got an A in science because I memorized the Rockefeller science book. Okay, well, great. You're a, good, a great regurgitator. And the best regurgitators become the teachers.
0: Here's, uh, here's one for you. Let me see if I, it's kind of long, but I'm going to uh, 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 soldier through it. The theory of relativity is one of the most accurate theories we have in making predictions. It predicted the uh, parathonal mercury to almost exact precision, predicts gravitational lensing exactly, black holes, neutron stars, and oh yes, the motion of all the planets in our solar system. I'm still waiting for a remotely rational explanation of why things fall to Earth the way they do, and again, density and buoyancy both depend on gravity to work.
1: All right, so the first part of that question is all theoretical. I'm not even going to address it because it, it's absolute nonsense. Now, no offense to the person, mm-hmm. but let's go back and let me explain how gravity works. Now, they tell us gravity is a weak force, okay? Okay, gravity is a weak force. Well, there's a and and it's a theory because, you know, when you have a theory, um, if uh, if it doesn't work out, you throw it away and you get another theory. But in science, <laughs> scientism, heliocentrism, they just make up stuff. Hey, we'll make 96 percent of it dark matter, or dark energy that no one's ever seen, no one's ever measured. But it has to be there, or the theory doesn't work. Okay, so they made up stuff. 96 percent of gravity is made up because gravity doesn't work without it. But they still tell us it's a weak force. You know what they? You know what the electrostatic force is? I have no idea. Uh, where? So the negative oh, yeah. attracts, a po- attracts a positive. Right. Well, the Earth has a negative charge to it, okay? The Earth has a negative charge, and it doesn't move, right? And the um, the air, the atmosphere, has a positive charge. The sky has a positive charge. So anything you lift up off of the Earth is now surrounding a positive charge well the earth isn't moving and it says hey down here is this way and it has an attraction so how can we test this so what we did is we got some helium balloons and we tied them to this button there's just a little button that we have and we have a wire connected to it that's connected to a van de graaff generator which generates a a hmm. static charge so we add a negative charge to this and when we add a negative charge to it it gets heavier and it falls to the ground hmm. because because oh, no, we had, a, I'm sorry, we had a positive charge. I'm sorry. We had a positive charge. And when we discharge it, it goes back up. Well, that's telling us that we're dealing with electromagnetism. We're dealing with the, with the static charge of our world. So how can we change, test the opposite? Anyone can look this up on YouTube. They put tinfoil, uh, anti-gravitic tinfoil triangle. And what we do is we add a negative charge to it, and it goes up away from the negatively charged Earth and it's not it's still connected so it's not getting a positive charge because we're keeping a negative charge in it and it's floating this is how some exotic technologies work you know for um you know anti-gravitic it's really anti-electrostatic propulsion Hmm. okay and then um to make it worse um there there is a uh they they recently mit made this thing called the the silent (laughs) silent drone it's a drone there's no moving parts it's just changing the electrostatic potential hmm. and it flies in wow. silence
0: fascinating Wow
1: yeah hmm. but silence so so now getting back to the the, the caller or emailers question mm-hmm. um, gravity you need gravity for density and buoyancy well density and buoyancy you know are, are definitely um, definitely part you know part of the system but you have to prove that it's gravity so now let's look we just proved that um, that electrostatics can be tested, can, can be uh, experimented with, and they work, right? But they know what they tell us about the electrostatic force. It is 10 to the 20th times more powerful than gravity, right? 10 to the 20 is an unfathomable number. Let's just say it's 10 times more powerful, or 10 million times more powerful. It's still much smaller than the number that they tell us. Right? If it's 10 million times stronger, when you drop something, how can you assume it's the weak force of gravity, which has never been tested, is a theory that doesn't work, is what's making go down, when we can show you that it's the electrostatic charge that is determining the down direction? Down is down for everybody because of the electrostatic charge of the Earth. Hmm. Period. If you change someone's electrostatic charge enough, they will float. Okay.
0: An, email, an e- email from Sally. Do you think the argument about the earth spinning to the east and planes flying and it just doesn't work out mathematically if, if the earth was spinning, do you think that's a reasonable argument to tell my friends? Oh, I know what she's talking about. Like, right, I, right. You get that. Is that a good argument? So,
1: the Glober argument for that is <clears throat> if you're sitting on a runway, mm-hmm. and let's say in Ecuador, Um, you're uh, that's on the equator. The equator is moving at about 24,000 miles an hour, um, to the east. Wow, okay. So, if you're sitting on a runway in an airplane, that runway, uh, according to a point in space, would be moving a thousand miles an hour because the earth is just over 24,000 miles around. The earth goes around once in a day. The equator makes a 24,000 mile circle, Mm -hmm. so you're moving at a thousand miles an hour, Mm -hmm. okay. That in the heliocentric model, all right. So, when you take off, you have that. Um, you have that inertia, if you will, and then you're flying within the air system. All of the air is Velcroed to the Earth in the heliocentric system, which which is nonsense. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. If you're sitting on a runway in northern Alaska, well, northern Alaska is very close to the North Pole compared to the equator. And if you sit on that runway for 24 hours, you're drawing a circle around the North Pole, equidistant all the way around. So, yes, you're going 360 degrees around in 24 hours, but you're traveling a much smaller circle. You're not going 24,000 miles. You're only going a few thousand miles, okay? So, let's say at Alaska, uh, the runway is only moving uh, 300 miles per hour around because that's the circle times 24 hours, okay? Are you with me? I am. Okay, so... If you're in a helicopter or an airplane, you've got that 300 mile an hour spin and you take off and you fly to Ecuador and now you want to land on a north-south oriented runway, that runway is moving sideways at a thousand miles an hour. Okay? <laughs> really? How the heck are you going to land on it? Where are you going to get your that that extra speed? Now, let's say you, you've got 300 and the plane speeds up to another 500. Add them together, you're going 800 miles an hour, doesn't work that way, but where's the extra 200 miles an hour to catch up to that runway that's moving sideways? Hmm. Right. Well, the atmosphere is spinning with it. That's not true. The air blows left, right, up, and down, and the funny thing mm-hmm. is, the air at 40,000, 45,000 feet is spinning faster than the Earth in the same direction. It's outrunning the alleged spin of the Earth. How the heck is that possible? Possible. If the Earth is spinning and all the air is spinning with it, at best, At best, the air would slip backwards, you know, it would lose ground a little bit because it has to, you know, at an altitude, it has to go faster than the earth is spinning just to keep up with it. You understand? Yes. It's making a bigger circle. All of it when you think Hmm. about it and you let down your indoctrination, you know, and the worst people are the ones that got straight A's in science, straight A's, right? Because that's their identity. Right. When you tell them all of that studying was nonsense, they they're like, Nope, nope, I'm not gonna listen. You're a fool. My textbook said this. Look at me, I high honors, you know, I, I graduated top of my class, you're indoctrinated. I'm I sorry. agree. It's the I same took, I yeah. took yeah. It, I took four years of astronomy. Yeah. What a
0: waste. It's the same thing what happens, you know, with the medical and they're just taught about germs and they they just can't let it go. And I understand, you know, they mean well, but they've just been you know, they're just germed. You know, somebody put a thing about the the bridge over the Lake Ponte train and, and the curve and that. Have you ever seen that picture?
1: Yeah, absolutely. What's, absolutely. That, what's
0: that about? I was trying to find it here.
1: Yeah. yeah um, so the it's all about perspective. You know, okay. no one ever shows a side view of that bridge curving. There's a there's a distorted um, a distorted view uh, of that bridge. Um, and it's all perspective. You know, there's there's this one picture that the globers love. If that was the curvature of the bridge, the Earth would be maybe ten miles around. Because it, it, it's what they show you is absolute um, insanity. The amount of curvature they show us. So whenever you see a curve um, of the Earth, you have to look. You have to really look at it, um, and 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 complete the circle, and go. Wait a minute. How small is the Earth? How small is the Earth? Right.
0: I don't
1: know. so yeah no that, that I mean when you look at it it they, they don't add up right so Lake Pontchartrain um makes absolutely no sense so this is the, actually here's a bridge right here and it oh, looks like it. it's going down yeah, but right. it's not it's just yeah. perspective right but on another day you can take another shot and it looks like it's curving down um it it, it doesn't work that way there's so many illusions <laughs> when you're looking straight forward but the thing is we can. We've done laser tests across frozen lakes and stuff, right? We've done it. Um, we can see too far, right? There, there was one where we did a, um, a test across. La, uh, what was it? It was um, Death Valley. I Thought it, script, some. It's space. My name. I'm spacing that on it right now. But National Geographic showed up and they wanted to do their own test, so they got a boat and they got this like big flag thing, big board that had hmm. red and white stripes on it, and they. They, they had the boat go away, and they held it at the water, and the people at the edge of the water, um, they're like, oh, look, the bottom two stripes are missing, okay? And that's only because of the curvature of the earth, right? Well, one, only half of one stripe was missing, but here's the problem. Think in your head. The, la- the water beyond the boat was still visible, If half the stripe was missing because it's beyond the curve, you shouldn't be able to see the surface of the water anywhere beyond that, but we can see the water for miles and miles and miles beyond the boat. So why was the bottom missing? And the bottom was missing because little waves in the foreground were blocking it because a little wave in the foreground is a big wave with a shrinking object in the background, right? Like I tell, tell people, like, if I held my finger against my chin, could it block my face? And the person's like, well, no. I go, what if my finger, the wave was way closer to you? Yeah, it could block out a whole city skyline.
0: it's it's so fascinating that when we are dead set um, for or against something in our mind, and it's like logic just doesn't work. You know, you, people cannot think logically about any. You know, and and I'm not, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm not saying yeah. that, that I know what I'm doing, but. Um, isn't it interesting? The mind just kind of gets locked, and We're, you can't really sp- look at something logically and say, "Well, the, yeah, that's interesting." You know?
1: Yeah. People people will see like you know buildings. <laughs> half the building is cut off. Um, um, for those of you looking, I'm showing a picture here um, of a, a hotel, and the bottom few floors are missing, right? But the truth is, this is with a P900 or P1000 camera. Mm-hmm. If I zoomed out, you couldn't see it. The building, the entire building is gone with the naked eye. But when I zoom in. The bottom floors are missing, but there's a whole bunch of balconies and all the balconies are the same width. But as you move down in the building, the balconies get oh, tighter and tighter That's and tighter and yeah. tighter. Right? And then these little waves in the foreground are blocking the blocking the um blocking the whole thing. As these little waves in the foreground, they could block half the building. Right? And so that's what you're seeing you're seeing compression you're seeing um you're seeing blocking whenever you see stuff in the distances where things are really missing it's usually a very windy day and there's six foot swells out there right a two inch wave can block out new york city skyline for me okay a two inch wave let alone six foot swell
0: if if the human eye can only see so far what are we seeing up there now as stars Stars. yeah what are we seeing
1: we're seeing stars right here they're not burning balls of hydrogen in a a vacuum again scientifically impossible these are lights all here within our system right Hmm. they tell us you know our sun is you know thousands of times bigger than the earth and Betelgeuse is a hundred million times bigger than the sun and and there's other ones bigger there's all these different stars how come all the stars look the same size How come we don't have medium stars and larger stars and tiny stars? Okay? Right? They're all here within and and again, the brightnesses don't work. As you go away, they'd have to get magnitudes brighter. Okay? If, If our sun is, you know, 93 million miles away, if I made it twice that distance, it would have to be four times brighter. If I doubled that distance again, it would have to be 16 times brighter and if i doubled it again to a light hour away it would have to be 64 times brighter
0: just doesn't doesn't work does it
1: yeah i'm at a light hour Hmm. two hours again double that four hours again double that eight hours again double that 16 hours again double that we're not even to a friggin light day yet okay (laughs) and and the brightness is in sandy oh when i say double it's not double it's four times Hmm. it's four times the brightness so it would have to be. So,
0: Dave, stars—we don't know for sure, but they must be some kind of a living things that has their own light. Do
1: and you believe that the Earth is living?
0: I don't know. I guess sure, everything's living. I,
1: I do. Yeah. I do. And and to assume that the Earth is living and the stars aren't part of this living system mm-hmm. is—I yeah. uh, think it's a, mm-hmm. a leap in logic, a, a gap in logic. What star so is that? What, this is the star Capella, wow. and when you can see it with your naked eye, it's amazing. It looks just like that. Zoom in with any zoom lens, uh, wow. binoculars, and you see this pulsing orb of amazing light. Wow. Okay, these, in my opinion, are sentient intelligence intelligence right yeah. astrology is the real science right mm. millionaires don't use astrology billionaires do okay <laughs> right the yeah. people that know this world love their dates love their planetary alignments love their rituals mm-hmm. because they there's know. power behind it yeah. about knowing how this stuff works astrologers are they they get it and there's many astrologers that you know most that think your world is a, a spinning ball because you can relate the position of everything to um, you can you can convert it to a ball right but they tell us that our solar system is flat all the planets are lined up across a plane why is that because they're all above the earth plane they're all circling around the earth plane right and and in astrology the movement of the planets the planetes the planets um, they they affect everything how come astrologers don't talk about the movement of earth right the earth is moving four and a half billion miles a year okay it's moving in all different directions they only care about the other one no well it's all relative astrologers that wake up to flat earth become powerful astrologers yeah And,
0: and it just makes more sense if you think that mercury and other things have some kind of effect on you when we come into this embodiment and if they're living sentient beings with intelligence Astrology makes more and more sense as you think about it that way,
1: right? I, I used to laugh, you know, Mercury's in retrograde. I'm like, what does that rock twenty five million miles away that can't even affect our tides have to do with anything that I you know happens to me? But then in reality, you find out that it's right here, that it's within our system. Right. Think about this. Hmm. You ever have you looked up at the scene Jupiter's been in the sky recently and, and Mars? They're brighter they're bright as, if not brighter than most stars, okay? You have to believe that the dusty dirty gassy ball that we call Mercury I and mean, that we call we call um, Jupiter um, is reflecting sunlight back to us so bright that it looks brighter than a star. That makes no sense. If you were on Jupiter looking at our Sun our Sun practically is the size of a star it's so far away okay It's so tiny because it's farther away that little star is lighting up this non-reflective surface which is bouncing back to my eye here on Earth mm. and I see it brighter than a star. Wake up, people. You're, you're being lied to on such a mass scale that you're, you're refusing to look. Here's the problem. You actually have to use your brain, hmm. right? But what, in, what do they tell you in school about your brain? You only use how much of it?
0: Like 5% or 10 or something.
1: 5% or 10%, hmm. right? That's what they tell us. That's the goal of school, to use 5% of your brain, 10% of your brain. Because if you use the other, the other 90% and you connect with nature, connect with source, connect with reality… Um, you might challenge the, uh, the the people that are ruling over us. Here's the those Here's pictures, the thing.
0: Those pictures are uh, those pictures. Excuse me, th- that are over your left shoulder. Those are all taken with an actual camera, correct?
1: Yeah. Those. Now some of them are out of focus, okay. and some of them are in focus. But let me tell you something: filming something out of focus reveals a lot of information. Mm. Okay, it reveals a, a lot of information.
0: Really beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway. So uh, how, do we know? How far a lot of these stars are when I go out here in the Texas Hill Country and look at the stars, billions of them. Do we have any idea yeah. how far they are? Can you conjecture or theory? Well, re- I,
1: I mean, uh, w- here's the thing. I don't know if there is, if you can calculate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, there, there's. Um, I'm waiting for someone to get a shot of this. I was, I was on an interview the other day, and a guy said um, he was watching the moon rise over the Swiss Alps, and with his camera, he could zoom in on all the details of the moon. Right? The moon at the same height as the, you know, same line of sight as the mountains, but he couldn't zoom in on the mountains and get any detail. Hmm. Okay? <clears throat> so, the moon um, is in more, like, I, I, I'm, New York City is 25 miles from me. Um, I can see more detail on the moon than I can zoom in on New York City. OK, what is that? How far is the moon? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Go out on a, on a starry night on a, a, on, a, on a full moon night or a bright moon night and um, and look at the moon when there's clouds in the sky. And um, you'll see that, <clears throat> excuse me, that only the, the clouds near it light up and the other ones remain in the dark. Well, if the moon was 238,000 miles away, it would light them all
0: up. It would, yeah, yeah, it would, yeah.
1: Mm. But it's only lighting up the ones that are near it. But again, if my friend moved a couple miles over, he would see it lighting up different clouds. The whole visuals of the sky um, are no way to prove the shape of the Earth, that's for sure. And and
0: how, how do the heliocentric folks explain that the North Star never moves, which is a fact, and if you look at the star structure, it just circles around us, right, Dave? And then it comes back to the same place one year later. Exactly the same spot, is that true? How do they explain that?
1: Yeah, so we're, we're, or we're, we're corkscrewing around the, the solar system. We're going around, around the galaxy. We're traveling you know, from one side of the sun to the other, 186 million miles. We're chasing the sun, <coughs> excuse me, four and a half billion miles a year. But Polaris never moves, okay. Yeah, Polaris, that? Polaris never moves. Remember the Georgia guidestones mm-hmm. uh, that, which just now. So this is this is very interesting. Somebody why blew it up. up. Yeah. So there's a hole in the Georgia guidestones that line up with Polaris. Well, yes. here's the. There's two explanations well, that the heliocentrists have, and it's that the sun. I mean, the um, Polaris is so far away <clears throat> that all of the movement of um, the Earth doesn't it doesn't matter it's so far away there's no parallax oh, really? that's ridiculous okay of but here's the thing they say uh in the heliocentric model that we're processing um and you know two thousand years ago we had a different north star it was thuban and now in a couple thousand years from now we'll have another north star because we are processing and uh, but during our lifetime we would never notice well here's the thing if we're processing, it's um, it's every, it's one degree every seventy-two years, according to heliocentrism. Well, half of that would be a half a degree. Well, the Georgia Guidestones were up for over forty years, and a half a degree would move Polaris far out of that hole. A half a degree would move it way out of that hole.
0: It's always okay? been in that hole, right? It's always been. But
1: that. now the hole's gone. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> now the hole's gone, right? And so. The heliocentrists want you to believe well, 2,000 years ago we are on that. We just happened to live at the time where it lines up with Polaris. And all the time before, there was no North Star. And then, you know, in a couple hundred years, there'll be no North Star again. Okay? That's just ridiculous. The pyramid has uh, – the Great Pyramid of Giza has a shaft that lines up with Polaris. Hmm. Why did they li- – well, they're like, well, they, they li- it lined up with Thuban uh, when they built it, and now it lines up with Polaris. These are desperation stories to hold on to a world belief that uh, makes you feel like you're special, okay? Uh, here's
0: you know, a great question. Flat earthers
1: yeah. have already changed our minds. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Here's a great question from Anthony. He is in uh, the great state of Georgia. So what does your guest think about NASA's employees? Are they all in on the deal or what? You know, that is a great question. Um, yeah, what could I wonder that. what you could I don't know maybe they convinced my theory is maybe they convince people that this is a national issue national security issue and it's top secret and we have to do so. the moon thing because you know it's good for the country I don't know what, what do you think.
1: So we've talked to many NASA people, and Have we you? had a whistleblower from NASA, too. <clears throat> um, very few people know. Everyone that works at NASA is completely compartmentalized from the person next to them. Wow. Right? And, and they barely know anything. Uh, one of the, um, the what we interviewed, uh, an old guy from the, the moon landing yeah. uh, you know, back in the 60s in the control room, and he said they practiced so many times with simulations that when the real thing happened, they couldn't tell the difference.
0: Wow. Really? Right. So they didn't know. No, I why, mean, why they were you know, in on difference
1: because it was another simulation. Yeah, wow. Right. So wow. I would say, first thing, the number of people that work in NASA directly for NASA are far smaller. <coughs> Excuse me, far mm. smaller than they tell us. The other thing is, I think ninety-nine percent of them have no idea that it's all fake. Really? Okay. Yeah. No idea. And then in that control room, there's probably a few people that know the truth and are, you know li- hey, yeah. check your monitor. You watch this data. They're just being fed data. They're just being fed data. Right? People go, we know how far the moon is because we bounce a laser off of it. We send uh, 900 quadrillion photons up there <laughs> in a laser beam, and then we capture one, and the machine goes ping. Okay. Do you think you could program a machine to go ping and then spit out a number? course you can yeah okay and they think that's proof right but the, the whole you know but how do we figure out how far the moon was before we put the laser reflector up there oh we did it without a laser reflector okay we did it with it we did it without it we're no longer using it all complete and total mind
0: garbage so so in the mission control people in 69 they could have been a bunch of people that really believed it was going on because they were just being fed data they were looking at data and it all looked real to them i mean
1: yeah, they're 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 the right? best. The wit, the best people, are the ones that believe it. The best, you know, the liars have a hard time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, getting it out right. But there are there are a good number of people that know know the truth. So yeah. you know, there, there's whistleblowers out there. There's astronauts that have come out and said the Earth is flat. Nobody's been to space. Um, you know, but they're quickly sil- silenced. I think it was a Polish astronaut. Um, I can't pronounce his yeah. name but uh, you, he did it a he did co- an couple interview. years ago. Yeah, he did an yeah, interview. yeah, yeah, so you saw that, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, I didn't see it, but I, we put a thing up there. So they silenced him?
1: Well, I haven't heard from them, so, <laughs> you know, uh, listen, this is a big, important secret, you know. Um, so those that are in and, and have agreed... To Keep their silence, they have to keep their silence. I haven't agreed to keep my silence. No, no, so I'm I, not keeping I don't silence. think so. Okay, yeah. so
0: to kind of wrap it up, the final question this is the big question that I keep thinking about. Why the lie? Now I, so no, if, go I, ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. if I believe that this, where well, I'm on an immovable plane, which I totally know I am, I can't prove it, but I know I'm not moving, and where is it? Where, I mean, where is it? If, if we don't have this whole space thing to be relative to, where is it? I mean, where is well, it?
1: Well, that's an impossible, possible question to answer. How come? We are at the center of creation.
0: We, we are we the are, center of
1: and And, and so, I mean, you, you, where is it? Where did the creator come from? Yeah. These are questions that are beyond my ability to answer but I believe we're all part of the Creator. We're all sparks of the Creator. Maybe that's what souls are. Souls mm-hmm. are the Creator dividing himself up and spreading himself out I think, to have this amazing experience. I think
0: that's what it is. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so, I, I, exactly. We just—it could just be a, a different, uh, just a physical reality, and we. This is it, and it's just a reality, right? Just a reality.
1: A- absolutely, Pat. Patrick, when I first heard about Flat Earth, I was like this is the dumbest thing ever, I refused to look. <laughs> but then luckily somebody forced me to look. And when you when you look and you see, everything changes. You know why the lie? This is the most important thing. In my app, the Flat Earth Sun Moon and Zodiac clock app, quit, hit the frequently asked question question mark button mm-hmm. and hit why the lie. Watch those videos alone. That's worth it right there. That'll change your life. Okay?
0: And tell but folks the, again about this app and how do they do that?
1: it's called the flat earth sun moon and zodiac clock app that's mm-hmm. uh, a long name all you have to remember is flat there's already a knockoff one by the you know the flat earth society type oh, really? people that want to want to gatekeep you um, just flat click it right there but on it we have a thing called the friend finder and it shows you other <laughs> app users near you you can message them you can send out group messages like hey we're having a meet up at so-and-so state park or joe's pizza mm-hmm. whatever and then all of these people show up, and they're all open-minded, clear-thinking people. People are using it as a dating app. People are using it as a job app. That's so funny. People are isn't using it? it as a true <laughs> friend finder. It, yeah. It's amazing, and uh, it's coming out with a big upgrade in a couple of days. Where t- the messenger is kind of um, slow. We're gonna make it like literally like it's iMessage. Um, on steroids so it's going to be it's going to be phenomenal i could see it on these
0: dating websites for saying do you do you believe in germs do you believe in a global earth you know that kind of thing
1: here's the thing i'm showing you just a small image right now look at all those uh, people of the people right um all all of the every single one of them knows the truth about germs knows the truth Mm -hmm. that we're not spinning ball knows that we're um you know we're we're you know, at the center of creation, they, these are people that you want to meet. Every single one of these blue dots is somebody um wow. that is. Look at that. Could be could be your best friend. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it's growing um, exponentially. You know, people say like, flat Earth is dying. If yeah, flat Earth is dying in Google because Google's hiding the searches, it's all over the UK. is packed Australia, New Zealand. We even have guys in Antarctica at this point. Yeah.
0: You know, there, I think there is a thing called... You talked about the Great Reset. In my opinion, there is a Great Awakening going on. And I think yeah. this is one of them. The germ thing. The uh, you know cosmology truth is the other thing. And there's going to be a lot of other things that are going to come up above the horizon, Dave Wise, in the next few years. we're part of it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, the, the, we didn't talk about it, but the Artemis uh, fake mission to the moon again was canceled. And that's probably... We, um, they're saying it was weather we have a lot of people in Florida with P-1000 P- trying to film <laughs> this thing and I think they cancelled it because of that and they're probably going to launch it at night is my guess
0: you know um, has anybody ever explained why these rockets go up and then they make a right hand turn every one of them yep do they just go out well, to the ocean do you think that's where they, they do
1: they, they say that's because of the spin of the earth you know they, they're using it as to propel it it's all a complete and total nonsense <laughs> I mean it, none of it makes any sense I mean, think about Halley's Comet. How does it find us? Comes back 76 years later. What's 76 times four and a half billion miles? Because that's where we are from where we were last time. Okay? I mean, what's it? Mirroring our motion? It's like the dumbest thing ever. Okay,
0: you it, know the more it, you talk it, about, the more ridiculous it is. You know this this heliocentric model.
1: It, no, no. What's amazing is when you hear about flat Earth, you you laugh at the people that tell you about it. Okay, it's so stupid. But then when you understand what flat Earth is, you wonder how the heck did I ever believe any of that nonsense? It literally is hysterical. I mean, Owen Benjamin, uh, who's a great comedian, who um, woke up to the flat Earth. Um, you know a few years ago uh-huh. he when he rants about it it's the funniest stuff ever a comedian could literally be the funniest comedian ever just talking about the heliocentric model yeah, it's the yeah. dumbest thing ever
0: Anita wants to know has, you, has Dave written any books or can he recommend any books that explain the theories to those who do not have a science background from Anita mm.
1: yeah absolutely so I, I, I have a meme book but actually it's not for sale so that doesn't really help yeah. but in my app um i there's i have an images section that has tons of images those alone will will wake up people um then it'll it'll blow your mind but but also there's um there's i have a book section where there's great books well my my computer's running a little slow here um there's great books there's children's books there's uh books that scientific books um great stories um stuff about what's beyond the ice wall uh, supposedly a true story called uh, the iron republic Ooh. um mm. yeah great great books there if you're if you're a book person um just find these books here um and you know tons of other resources the app what i tell people is get the app are we still there yeah we're here. all here. Right, right get the app and uh and every day there's a daily video, and I say, watch the daily video every day for two weeks. And what happens is, before that two weeks is up, you're like, I want more. So people hit the archive button right next to it, and they then they, they call into work sick because they're like, I got to watch more. And then they realize, holy crap, flat Earth isn't stupid. And then they're like, well, I got questions. And you hit the question mark button, and uh, all your questions are answered there. What That's about eclipses? Fine. What about gravity? What about weather? What about seasons? Mm-hmm. Right? All of these things that you thought proved the globe prove flat Earth. Okay,
0: have, have so, you, do you run across a lot of people that, in in their with their relationship with you, and you're apt that they actually get it and they wake up and they go, "Oh my God." Right, oh, thousands. I have thousands you?
1: of emails. Wow. You no, know I've been saving. I've been saving the Glober emails that come to me, and the people are like, "Thank you for waking me up. Oh, I was depressed. Great. Now I'm not. Thank you." I, <laughs> you know, I felt like I was in the Matrix. You were in the Matrix, and, and so I'm saving all of those, and I'm saving the Glober ones, which is like, "Why don't you die? Why don't you?" This is like horrible negative stuff. It's so. It's going to be so funny, and to see like people say, "Where's heaven and where's hell?" I was just on a, a show uh-huh. asking, you know, where that is. I think heaven and hell is right here. It's whatever world you want to live in. Whatever right? you want. Flat earthers are. are living in heaven, and these globe anti-flat earthers are living in hell.
0: And don't you find it interesting, too, that the one of the uh, the terms for the people wanting to rule the world, the Klaus Schwab's and all that, are called globalists? Globalists, yeah. no doubt. Everything, isn't that interesting? Everything,
1: <laughs> everything. It's like,
0: oh, my God. Well, Flat Earth Dave, you're fun to talk to. Thanks for coming on the show and uh, you stay out of trouble now alright Stand under the radar flat flat
1: earth yeah, check I'll, out my app I'll if you have a show and you want to book me there's a book flat earth dave there send me your info send me your show and we'll uh, start the discussion um, there's also the flat earth quiz uh, fl- crash course on there some movie, great movies to watch with the family um, and just check out the stuff on, on the website and the app listen the app is $3 and you get all of the stuff with it Three, but there's $3 there's a, Wow, $3 and you have it forever. But I've added some stuff that actually costs money. Okay. So it's $11 a year. You get to you get the you get the friend finder without the subscription, but you can't send messages, mm-hmm. you can't view or fill out a profile, and you can't get the weather app and you can't get I have a fun feature called the paying feature every time a new flat earther is born which is somebody downloads the app um your, your your app will go ping and the globe will explode and a little flat earth will appear so it's kind of it's kind of fun to see how fast people are waking yeah. up
0: it's almost like uh, it's a wonderful life movie and every time an angel gets his wings you hear a bell right yeah yeah <laughs> kind of like that that's beautiful well thanks for being here and uh, i had thanks, something Patrick. oh uh, something else but I didn't know well I lost it I lost it alright kiddo Flat you Earth. take care of yourself
1: flatearthdave.com it's a place you can find all always, my links all my channels all my interviews show. everything,
0: everything. alright man everything. thanks I'll see you see, soon bye bye take care right. bye bye Dave Bye-bye. Flat Earth Dave he's a trip oh man I I just love people that are passionate about what they're doing because it's just cool you know it's just, wow we're kind of passionate about what we're doing here we kind of want to try to figure out what the truth is about all things, everything, whether it be politics or geopolitics or wars. You know those pesky wars. Money, germs. So because of that, we have what we would call a boutique audience. There are young teenagers, With cats that look like Hitler, get they get many thousands of more hits than we do, but we don't care. We need to do what we believe is the best thing for you, our audience, to help trying to find the truth of things. And because of that, we don't have huge audience, you know, but that's okay because we have a very active audience and if you would like to help us to be around for a while you can simply go to our website oneradionetwork.com and look at some of our products and say mm, that looks fun i could use some of that and that'll support patrick right that's good We've got a lot of great products we have Sir Thrival's Pine Pollen on sale for three more days. We have our sauna on sale, special sale, for three more days through August. And we have a phone call just come in, and we'll take that for fun. And uh, But that's how you support us. But let's see. Hello? 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 Hello, who's this?
1: Oh, it's Debbie. Am I on a live radio?
0: You're on a live radio, Debbie.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Did,
0: did you not want to be on live?
1: No, I wanted to ask a question.
0: For oh, for Flat Earth Day?
1: Well there's, there's there's a show today that my friend is going to be on. Her oh. name is Margot Flanagan. And I've got I've got my iPhone here. And I I'm think you're on
0: the wrong I... network, because we don't know Margot. Okay. Okay. Margot? No. no. Okay, thank oh, thanks. you. Bye. Whatever. Uh, anyway, that's how you support us. Uh, we have some great products. Uh, the Blue Shield, the Pine Pollen, the Sauna, mm, uh, Pearlseum, Aquacure, 20, uh, 40, 20% off on that baby. Sulfur, Shen Blossom, Omica, oh uh, the um, <laughs> Andreas Seed Oils, Cumin seed, coriander seed, pumpkin seed, some great seed oils. So, there you have it. And then U.S. Coin Capital. So, you know, if you could use something, buy it from us, if you will. Thanks. Okay, kids, we have a a big week for you. We're going to do a carnivore doc tomorrow. Also, um, Sean Stone on Wednesday. Also, um, Martin Armstrong on Wednesday. And the Beagleson boys tomorrow too. And they, they do some great things with blood work and stuff like that. Okay, so I love you all. Thank you for your support. Let me know if I can help with anything, questions about products or how to buy something or sales or stuff. or And oh, we also do a thing. Forgot. We also do a thing and we're putting together. It's called Patrick In Your Pocket. And it's a program where you can do a personal uh, one-on-one one-hour consult with me, kind of a coaching session. You can talk about anything you want. I'll listen. And What I found, and the reason we're doing this, that one of the most uh, critical things that are going on with our health and our spiritual issues and our just personal issues is just to find somebody to listen to you with an open heart and mind to kind of help you to take that next step. And I'm really good at that and I'll do that with you if you want to talk about your food, your health, spiritual stuff, your relationships, whatever, the money stuff. uh, I can help you to um, get out of whatever little cobwebs you're in and can't find your way out. We we call this Patrick in your pocket. Email me, and you can do a one-hour session and then unlimited emails after that. Uh, We think it's a nice, fun thing. I have enough time I can do a few of them a week. So, Patrick, at one radio network.com. Patrick at one radio network.com. I don't do medical advice. I don't do, mm, I'm not qualified to give financial advice, medical advice, spiritual advice, anything. I just talk because I can. It's the First Amendment, you know, the First Amendment. So thank you. See you soon. We'll see you tomorrow 10 o'clock. Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is one radionetwork.com.